obliterated all the answers. They all start with the oh, did you get a paper? You didn't? how intelligent I am, they all end with the same letter. Really? You're going to have to put your thinking caps on tonight to get all these, okay? But I want to start in Psalm 100 and verse number 4 after you put your name and date on there. The subject tonight is thanks. And the quiz question, I won't ask you all three of those questions, but what, what, this isn't on your paper, what is the most mentioned holiday in the Bible. What? Thanksgiving, you're so smart. Thanksgiving. I don't think there's another holiday, you know, the word Thanksgiving, I don't think there's another holiday mentioned as much as Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to know. Okay? I can't prove that because I didn't follow it out really deep. But I think after tonight's verses, you'll realize that. You'll realize that it's, uh, if it's not, it's got a it's tied for first place. Psalm 100 and verse number 4, as we get started tonight. Psalm 100, verse number 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Okay? Let's pray and we'll get started. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for the privilege we have to have this just short little reminder how important it us. How important it is for you and I to have, uh, for, for these folks here to have a gratitude attitude. Lord, if we lose our gratitude towards you and for all that you do for us, then our testimony would be tarnished and we would be rendered ineffective. But Lord, help us to uh, have a thankful spirit regardless of what happens in our life. So thank you to help us tonight in your name. Amen. Uh, the quiz questions there are three synonyms. Well, you know, praise would be one of them. Let us enter into his courts with praise. A lot of times you can take praise in the Bible and you can replace it with thanksgiving and you'll get the same message. Uh, be thankful on him. Bless, that would be another synonym. Bless up there at the end of the verse, Psalm 100 and verse 4. And if you want another synonym, you could use gratitude. And if you can think of any others, gladness is, a, is kind of a half synonym for for thanksgiving people who are thankful are always glad but that would work the second quiz question there if jesus showed up at your thanksgiving feast what would you say to him if jesus showed up at your thanksgiving table this year 2022 walked in on you sat down in the chair and had thanksgiving meal with you what would you say to him? Okay? A couple of you want to answer? What would you say? Okay, start out by thanking him for his salvation. All right, anybody else want to take a stab at it? I don't have the answers. I'm just asking you. I'm not the brightest teacher in town now. Sometimes I make you give me the answers. Do I? Yeah, I, I, agree with, I agree with that. It would be... It would render a lot of us speechless. I, w I would hope that I could squeak out, I love you. That would be one thing I'd want to tell them. 
that comes hard for these Norwegians and Swedes to say that. It really is. It's, it's not. It doesn't come easy for some of us. But I'd want to say that. The third question: What do you? What does he pray for regarding us? We know in John 17 he prays for us. He intercedes on our behalf. What do you think is is the most common thing that he prays about regarding us? Anybody want to take a stab at the answer? I got a little answer for that one, but I just want to see if you have one. What do you think he prays for when he's interceding on our behalf? He's up in heaven having a prayer meeting tonight and he's praying for the people in the church. Praying for you specifically, or me. What is he what is he praying about or for us? Okay, that will be better at sharing forgiveness and mercy with others as he has shared with us. Um, I think the, one of the things he would pray for regarding us is is that uh, he'd have our attention. You know what I'm Praying for our attention. And some of you that are raising teenagers or have raised teenagers, you know when you talk to them, it's kind of like they go in one ear and out the other. Tell them to pick up a loaf of bread on the way home and they come home with a new CD instead of the loaf of bread. I mean, teenagers sometimes miss that, but when you when you talk to a teenager, you almost got to get as this close because their mind is on so many other things. But I think the, I think the Lord prays that if you and I would pay attention to Him when He speaks. That's one of the things. There's probably many others, but you can fill those in when you get home. Tonight we're going to look at a sevenfold start in our uh, subject of thanks here. Sevenfold starts with thanks. You know, as a pastor, we get a lot of new converts that come to church. And sometimes we get children that come to church. And we get people from other churches that come to our church that have never prayed before. They've never prayed in a group setting. They've never prayed in a setting like this. Um, just in the last month, I've prayed with people in this church that aren't sure what to say. Well, what do you what do you do as a pastor when you have a let's say that I have a ten year old and he's never prayed before, but yet I'm I'm sitting up here in front with this ten year old and I'm trying to teach him how to pray. Well, one of the things that's worked for me is just have them look at their hand and count their fingers and say thank you for five things and then say amen. And if you have a little ten year old, he might say something like thank you for my mom, thank you for my dad. He won't say thank you for his sister. He's a ten-year-old, but he'll say he'll say thank you for his bicycle, and he'll say thank you that uh, his mom is not sick, and then he'll say thank you for something else. But after he says thank you five times, he'll look at me and he'll say, "Now what? In Jesus' name, Amen." And that's how we get them started in their prayer life. And then after they've mastered the five fingers, then we tell them to do ten fingers. Ten things that they can thank the Lord for. And then when they've got it down pat where they can pray and thank the Lord for ten things, then we go tell them to add their toes. Now they got twenty things they can thank the Lord for. And then when they get really, really mature, we tell them to give thanks for every hair on their head. Okay? <laughs> and that, that keeps them busy for the rest of their life, pretty much. But we do have so much to be thankful for. Now, did you all figure out what the word is? Okay, you all figured it out? The word is the same in every one of these, in every one of these verses. So we're going to go through this real fast. But the word is thanks. The word is thanks. 
Number number one there is thanks. Number two is thanks. Three is thanks. Remember I told you they all started with the same letter and they all end in S. Isn't that clever of me? Class, class, I'm talking to you. <laughs> okay, thanks. Seven times. Let's look at some of these. Um, <clears throat> let's go to Psalm 75 and verse 1. Psalm 75 and verse number 1. No, there are more than seven. I'm just giving you seven of many, okay? Psalm 75 and verse number 1. And if you want to alliterate this with some other words, you can. Uh, for example, 1 through 7, I've got number 1 is the person, number 2 is the performance, number 3 is the pattern, number 4 is the perfection, number 5 is the passion, number 6 is the pact, and number 7 is the peacefulness. I'll give you those again later if you really want them. But let's look at Psalm 75 and verse number 1. Psalm 75 and verse number 1. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. Echo twice in one verse. For that thy name is near thy wondrous works. You know, when we share the wonderful works of God, that's a form of worship. Uh, when Maria mentioned, Marina mentioned tonight that she got an apartment for under a thousand dollars, that's, that's the word, that's God working in her life. And when she shares those works, then the rest of us can say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, she got a good apartment. We need to spend more time praising the Lord for his wonderful works and all that he does. Okay? And so, uh, we need to think about that. Unto thee, O Lord, do we give thanks. Let's go to Psalm 92 and verse 1. Psalm 92 and verse 1. Now, I hope you look these up. If you're not doing it right now, I hope you look them up when you get home because, you know, this piece of paper isn't worth much, but the Word of God is worth a lot. And most of these words on this paper are the Bible, but it's not your Bible. You need to see this yourself. Psalm 92 and verse number 1. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. How many of you would admit that one of the best feelings you have all week long is when you're singing in church on Sunday morning? How many would raise your hand? Is that it? You know, we feel good. Why? Because we're praising God's name. We're singing along with Wes and the pastor and the rest of the church. And our church body is making a joyful noise and we feel pretty good about it. Gives us a chance to forget about the world and all the things that they're trying to trap us with. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. That's number two there. Number three, Psalm 105 and verse number one. Psalm 105 and verse number one. And by the way, just as a sidebar, if you go into the New Testament and you look at a lot of the letters, a lot of the epistles after Romans, you start reading the smaller books, it is amazing how many of those smaller books start with Paul giving thanks for other believers and giving thanks to the Lord for his goodness. It's amazing. You do it sometime on your own and see what happens. Uh, number three here, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name. Psalm 105 and verse number one. Make known his deeds among the people. Make known his deeds among the people. And the whole idea behind that is make him popular. You know, I'm not big on popularity. As long as Jesus is my friend, I got enough. But he is all I need, the songwriter said. But it, it's up to you and I to give our Lord a popular testimony. 
And we do that when we share his wonderful word with others and when we share his wonderful works. Jesus becomes a popular guy. And in the right sense, that's good. That's okay. He should be the most popular person on the planet, especially after all he's done for us. Okay? Uh, Psalm 106, verse 1. This is number 4 on your sheet. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Uh, Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Now, you're going to see in the last four verses here that we are to be especially thankful for the mercy of God. I called Pastor Gary Moore. Some of you know Gary Moore. Not the Moore that was here on Saturday playing a, playing his guitar, a different Moore. But anyway, he spent the last couple of weeks in the hospital. He had to have surgery, and he had to have a whole bunch of things done to his body. I said, are you back working yet? He says, no, I got, I got 10 staples in my stomach. I can't go back to work. But right in the middle of discussing all his problems, he said, you know, we got to share the mercy of the Lord more. Uh, he was telling me how he got a, uh, a nurse that was from a different land. And this nurse was not very pleasant to work with. And so he kind of got after the nurse. It was a male nurse. Kind of let him have it. And uh, during the night, the Lord convicted him that he needed to practice a little more nursing. So the next morning when the nurse came in, Pastor Moore said, I'm sorry for treating you so rough yesterday. I was hurting, but that's not an excuse. I'm sorry for not being more merciful. We need to thank God for his mercy because his mercy endures forever and he sure gives us a bunch. I mean, you know, if we're breathing, that's his mercy. If our heart still works, that's his mercy. They were in church tonight, that's his mercy, okay? If the Vikings win, that's mercy. <laughs> no, if the Vikings win, that's luck. <laughs> but anyway, uh, praise God for his mercy. We'll see it again in Psalm 107, verse 1. Psalm 107, in verse number 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. So enduring mercy again. In Psalm 118, we find the same thing. Psalm 118 in verse number 1. Psalm 118 in verse number 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. If we look at uh, Psalm 136 and verse number 1. That's number 7 on your, on your list there. Psalm 136, verse number 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. So we see that you and I need to be constantly reminded to be thankful. Now, I haven't arrived yet. If I have a flat tire going down the road, I usually don't focus on the three tires that are good. I usually get mad at the one that's flat. But I should be thankful for the three that are good, right? See where I'm going? I mean, if we if we have problems, we shouldn't. It's, let, Jesus said, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. A lot of our troubles are, are directly connected to how we think about them. And if we think in a state of gratitude, we can always, always, always find something to be thankful for, even in the worst of circumstances. Okay? I'm sure the lady from Iraq more than once on her flight home has said, I'm glad our kids made it out alive. I'm sure she has said that. 
she's going to try desperately in the next week to focus on the positives of this ugly situation. Rather, you see, you see, trials will either make us bitter or better. Look at how the world handles abortion. They, they kill the baby. And what are we supposed to do with that issue? We're supposed to love the mother and help the, help the baby, and help the young mother, the unwed mother. We're supposed to do all we can to show compassion and to show mercy toward these young girls that get pregnant. Instead of giving them the option of an abortion, kill the baby, we give them the love and compassion the Lord would give them and help them out. That's mercy. And it's just so, so important. Practice. Okay, uh, I told you I'd give you those words again. For the first one, the person, we need to be thankful unto the Lord. His person. You know, you and I understand that we are to have a personal relationship with Christ. I hope you don't love his, his power more than his person. He can do some mighty powerful things, but he rebuked a lot of people in the Bible for being after his power rather than his person. And uh, for the second one I have is performance. It's a good thing to give thanks. We need to actually thank him. If you wonder sometimes how to pray, just start giving thanks and keep going. And pretty soon you'll find yourself cheering yourself up. There's the pattern of giving thanks. That's what I have for number three there. And then the perfection. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his mercy. We see that echoed in the next four verses. I put on number five there his passion. Passionate God. Number six, the pact, the agreement that we've made. Be thankful to Him because He's good. And then the peacefulness that comes. Somebody mentioned peaceful tonight as we got started, but uh, I'm thankful that He can give us peace. Peace that passes all understanding. And generally, He does that when we're in a spirit of gratitude. Thanksgiving most mentioned holiday in the Bible. When I was in uh, Elkton, Jeremy's grandmother, Gloria, I don't know if she did it every time, but a lot of times on Sunday night we would ask for favorites to be sung. And uh, more than once, Grandma Gloria would say, can we sing that song, Thanks to God? And uh, we would sing through that. And, you know, she had health issues and she had struggles and she was getting up there in years. But there was something about that song that she really, really liked. And I've, I've never forgotten that about that particular lady, how much she uh, loves to, think, to sing about thanks to God. So if you have a hymn book, we're not going to sing it, but just go over to 202 there. Yeah, 202 in your songbook. Let me just read those words in closing. And uh, we can thank the, the writing skills of August Lugward, Lugweed Storm for, these, for this poetry, this song of adoration. Uh, 202 in your songbook, it says, Thanks to God for my Redeemer. Thanks for all thou dost provide. Thanks for times, now but a memory. Thanks for Jesus by my side. Thanks for pleasant, cheerful springtime. Thanks for summer, winter, and fall. Thanks for tears by now forgotten. Thanks for peace within my soul. The second verse, thanks for prayers that thou hast answered. Thanks for what thou dost deny. 
Thanks for storms that I have weathered. Thanks for all thou dost supply. There's the word supply again. Thanks for pain and thanks for pleasure. Thanks for comfort in despair. Thanks for grace that none can measure. Thanks for love beyond compare. And then the last stanza, thanks for roses by the wayside. Thanks for thorns. That's hard to do, by the way. Thanks for thorns their stems contain. Thanks for homes and thanks for fireside. Thanks for hope, that sweet refrain. Thanks for joy and thanks for sorrow. Thanks for heavenly peace with thee. Thanks for hope in the tomorrow. Thanks through all eternity. What a song. What a good sermon to close with. Let's stand and have a word of prayer. I know it's early. I know you're going to be